सात साल का छोटा बच्चा सात साल का छोटा बच्चा बिना शर्ट के फटी पैंट में जोर जोर से चीख चीख के बेच रहा था एक तिरंगा मुझसे बोला ले लो बाबू मुझसे बोला ले लो बाबू इससे सस्ता नहीं मिलेगा कहीं मिलेगा सच कहता हूँ एक रुपए में एक तिरंगा एंड जस्ट विजुअलाइज हाउ द तिरंगा वॉज रफ कॉपी के एक पन्ने पर रफ कॉपी के एक पन्ने पर हरा रंग था एक तरफ और एक तरफ केसरिया था उन दोनों के बीच में बहता श्वेत रंग का दरिया था चक्र था मानो नियत कर रहा दूरी उनके बीच की एक डंडी से जोड़ के उनको तस्वीर देश की खींच दी Welcome to Absolutely Right India's first graphology-based leadership podcast show. I'm your host Aditi Sarana. I'm a behavioral analyst, a high performance coach, and founder of India's only mental gym for high performance called Apt. The website is aptmentalgym.com. Before I introduce you to our guest, I have two things to tell you. First, that this year, Femina Miss India 2022 participants, all 31 of them, all the beautiful ladies from all over the country, have a special high-performance coach to train them to be mentally and emotionally fit. Any guesses who that person is? Ta-da! Yes, you guessed it right. I have been coaching these participants to deal with the pressures of their performance and everyday routine, and to be mentally and emotionally fit. And my second happy news that got announced on Monday this week, I am selected in LinkedIn's Creator Accelerator program, where they have taken 200 people from all over the country, people who can create impact through their content. I cannot tell you how excited I am right now to take this concept of high performance and mental gym to as many people as possible. Thank you so much for being part of this journey. It couldn't have been possible without all of you supporting me, especially people who have been listening. To the absolutely right podcast from day one. Let me introduce you to our equally interesting guest on the show today, Harjit Khanduja, who is a speaker, an author, a poet, a painter, a photographer, an inventor, an influencer, a teacher, a professor. Like there's so many hats that he wears that it is phenomenal. In his day job, by the way, he is the senior vice president human resources at Reliance Geo. from bringing the sensitivity of a poet to talk about his deep observations to making some strategic and difficult decision as an hr professional we talk about everything in between while you're at it make sure you keep your handwriting sample next to you as i analyze harji's handwriting to talk about some of his leadership skills and his behavioral challenges you might discover a new aspect about your own personality by merely looking at your own handwriting sample sounds too easy to be true wait until you try it we have two segments on the show one is called the stroke of graphology and second one is called coach the coach both these segments will allow you to be a better leader by understanding people around you and being able to coach them without further ado let me invite harjit and let's get started hi harjit welcome to absolutely right we are curious excited so as we as uh, for our listeners who are joining in for the first time this show is based on graphology so i ask our guest who are high performers in their own right to write a handwriting sample on a blank unruled sheet of paper and when they write that sample i look at the strokes and talk about some aspects of their personality that only they are aware of are probably three people in their life very close very very intimate conversation that they have so we're going to walk and talk about those aspects of harjit personality today 
thank you for inviting me to the show most welcome so harjeet um, yesterday when we were having a conversation we spoke about your interest in poetry and i was very intrigued by it when did you start writing so i started writing uh, in my childhood itself okay what my father used to do was uh, he used to give us topic that okay write on chair write on tap write on pen and that is how we uh, used to write and uh, it was a poetic family so <laughs> okay. when i'm saying poetic family my father writes dohas my wife uh, my wife doesn't write anything my mother uh, used to write nai uh, kavita okay my brother is a shayar he uh, writes under the name sharad banarsi i was the only odd one out who was literally trying to write something i did not know how to write poetry okay and whenever i used to go to kavi goshtis uh, initially the, they were not taking me to the kavi goshtis and that was pinching me okay. my self respect oh that these guys are going and they are not taking me because yeah. they Only thought the left one in the family uh-huh. i was the odd one out and then i said nahi i will also write and i will also go so i went there they said uh, you don't understand poetry in poetry there are matras hmm. so you don't follow that part Pattern. I said, "Was okay. I will not follow your pattern. What I will do is I will create my own chan, your own pattern, your own style." Right. Okay. And this was out of convenience. That okay. it was inspired by Amitabh Bachchan, where I, where I stand, the line starts from there. No, no, it's not that. Okay. It was like. kibas why it should be difficult to write poetry i want to express myself okay. why are you putting so many constraints around me that i have to express myself in this manner only uh, now i understand why used to they used to do it but uh, when i started i used to say kibas tuk milai na abhi to ye tuk tak ho gaya okay so instead of mukta ha i invented tuk tak Yeah, I will only do rhyming. Okay. And I started doing rhyming, and uh, that's how I got my name also. Okay. It is called Tuk Tuk. Tuk Tuk. Okay. Ah, uh, it is not Tuk Tuk of. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I I hear you. It's not Tuk Tuk. It's Tuk Tuk. It's the we hear. Ah, in fact, uh, I jokingly say that. मेरे नाम से बैंकॉक में ऑटो भी चलते हैं. you're that famous yeah that yeah, yeah. famous poet i think it's a dream of any poet to have something running like this and behind his name and his his legacy mere it is very difficult you type on google tuk tuk yeah and you see all kind of photos instead of seeing my face <laughs> <laughs> so can is it okay if i request you to recite something for us yeah sure so you would have seen during republic day or independence day there are small kids who keep selling those uh, tirangas on signals and, and on signals and everything so the thought got inspired from there i saw somebody selling that tiranga 7 saal ka chhota bachcha 7 saal ka chhota bachcha bina shirt ke phati pant mein zor zor se chik chik ke bech raha tha ek tiranga mujhse bola le lo babu मुझसे बोला ले लो बाबू इससे सस्ता नहीं मिलेगा कहीं मिलेगा सच कहता हूँ एक रुपए में एक तिरंगा एंड 
जस्ट विजुअलाइज हाउ द तिरंगा वॉज रफ कॉपी के एक पन्ने पर रफ कॉपी के एक पन्ने पर हरा रंग था एक तरफ और एक तरफ केसरिया था उन दोनों के बीच में बहता श्वेत रंग का दरिया था चक्र था मानो नियत कर रहा दूरी उनके बीच की एक डंडी से जोड़ के उनको तस्वीर देश की खींच दी क्या बात पत्नी बोली ये सब तो ठीक है पॉइंट पे आओ ये बताओ तिरंगा खरीदा कि नहीं हमने कहा देवी पॉइंट ये नहीं है कि हमने तिरंगा खरीदा या नहीं पॉइंट ये है कि ये बात गलत है कि सही हम अपने भविष्य की ट्रेनिंग ठीक से नहीं कर पा रहे हैं हम बचपन से ही उन्हें झंडा बेचना सिखा रहे हैं हम बचपन से ही उन्हें झंडा बेचना सिखा रहे हैं how how situations and life goes right we just become okay with all the things which we shouldn't be okay with only because right. they happen around us and we feel oh of course this is how uh, roads are traffic is you know people going to live in this situation and we stop complaining do you think that that complacency with discomfort is what is stopping people from growing actually many a times people don't realize that this is a discomfort what do you mean so uh, i was one of them mm. when i got married my wife first time came to my house and she was like six hours electricity is not there how you guys survived here so you you didn't have electricity for six hours a day huh. okay and i said this is much better situation because in our entire childhood it was only four hours a day so okay. four hours we were getting electricity and we never realized it when she came she observed so moment you move from one situation which is better situation mm. to the other situation and you start making people realize that this is a discomfort mm. life can be easier mm. or what you are doing is not optimal mm. that's how and discomfort is good mm. for development so uh, now in bombay we don't get power cuts yeah uh, <laughs> so can we relate to what it is like living without power i i would have like childhood stories where you had like few hours of power cut in a month and then you celebrated it because you're like hey it was like a party <laughs> because there's no electricity and we can play games and all of that but um, is interesting because i remember back in the day people worked in one organization for 15 years 20 years they got that one job and they retired from there they did not look for newer opportunities so today the fact that we have more exposure the competition has taken over so people are also enticed in a different manner they're constantly shown the picture of better life and bigger house and bigger dreams and that keeps them growing but in my observation as a high performance coach i also feel people are being more discontent they're not necessarily growing in terms of feeling happier they're doing more they're achieving more but at the core of it people are more say anxious people are more troubled people are constantly in that uh fomo i'm missing something and i have to have that one more piece in my life what do you think about that look what happens is um you define what the success is for you 
if you see those people who used to uh, do a single job their whole life they were also happy and content right because there was no option when there was doordarshan hmm. <laughs> doordarshan was good and you used to watch doordarshan and you used to be happy because this is better than radio yes now you have 200 channels and you keep changing those channels right you can't see a single thing properly right because you are not sure what you want to see true what happens is when there are too many options mm. our mind is not able to choose of course we make optimal decisions when there are say 3 to 7 options mm. then you can make a decision mm. that what is that you want to do right but uh, if you have say 200 options then you can just switch on channel and that's how the life is so if we have to uh, look at decision making and here i want to bring in your handwriting sample that is in front of me and let's talk about how you look at variety of uh, pieces of information while while making a comment or final decision now one thing that you do and i'm saying this because some parts of your handwriting have angular kind of formation for example when you write your lower case letter h you know there's a vertical line and then there's a curve formation the point where the vertical line meets the curve formation that point is very sharp and it is slightly angular at the bottom this particular stroke in in the letter h or if similar thing applicable to letter v now if there is this sharp angle at at that point then it means someone who is very analytical with the information that they bring in they, you also prioritize so you first make boxes that you would analyze the information on and then start looking for different aspects so if you are say interviewing people you already know the areas on which you would interview which is understandable you know hr this is how we are trained if you are buying a refrigerator you would again do the similar thinking and people are like but let's go and look for new options you're like no no first sit down and understand what do we want and then we will look for options does that happen yeah all the time <laughs> like in one of my job uh, i joined and the person came and gave me so one of the recruiters sir these are the three people you have to interview hmm. so i said what for he said you just interview and tell whether they are okay or not was what is the scale on which i have to interview these guys right so until unless i have that why will i waste my time and this mm. so uh, that reference is very important for me and like you said i do categorize things prioritize things in fact uh, and that is one way of working i have mm-hmm. so every day i make a to do list that these are the 20 things uh, which are there which i have to do and then i categorize those things in say buckets okay and then i uh, actually pick up uh, those things for execution okay so is there any other uh, organizing technique you use to make sure that because i'm also asking this because every time we have spoken to you 
you have been unusually sorted with your time like how do you manage to make so much of time in a day so point is if you plan it well mm-hmm. then you are sorted with uh, what you want to do mm-hmm. point is what are my biggest worries if mm-hmm. i know that these are the five things i have to achieve in a day mm-hmm. then you have to do only those five things apart from that rest everything uh, like as they come if you have time you take care of them but these are the five things you have to make time for so you make sure that you are making time for those five things and that's how you become sorted uh, with whatever you do okay. so in graphology we have a lower case letter f that talks about planning and execution now you have two different styles of letter f now uh, for our listeners to understand this any time you have one trait uh, you know sometimes people tell me that my handwriting keeps changing or i have i write my letter y in three style what does that mean now your mind is changing all the time and while coping up with multiple situations we tend to pick up multiple traits to create our own style so it's not that we only speak to people in a certain way we change our ways depending on the people we speak with but do you have the skill to maneuver that and if you even if you choose the range what the what is your range how far would you go is what graphology can tell us about the person so when i look at your planning and execution so you believe in first having the strategy that is depicted by letter f which is an umbrella kind of a formation like a reverse umbrella formation so there the hmm. person is more strategy driven driven they want to make sure that they have a long term idea they're doing what is needed as you said you know like having an overview and the second one is like number 8 the f formation so there is one loop on the right side of the f and the bottom loop goes to the other side and it forms that eight formation hmm. now that means that you plan meticulously but while executing you become more creative you go with the flow you do not have you have you been stalking me ah, <laughs> i get that a lot <laughs> actually uh, when i'm executing it is like uh, something which i've learned over the years you have to do it just go ahead and do it right uh, when you are doing it you just have to make sure uh, that your guard rails are properly set you define that these are the boundaries you will not go or like any project you plan i remember uh, mr ravikant he was the first uh, he was like a big figure in tata motors so right. when he joined okay and earlier we were used to long reviews his mm-hmm. reviews used to happen in 30 minutes and we were all amazed ke how can this guy review the whole company which is like 10000 crore company at that point in time right how can he review the whole company in 30 minutes okay and what we found was he never used to go through each and everything right he used to say okay these are the 50 things we are looking at out of this what what is red Mm. these are the four things red i want to know why they are red mm. so then you can finish that discussion 
in 30 minutes and you can give direction what needs to be done on those projects or those things which are appearing right right and knowingly or unknowingly i picked it up from there uh, and this is also a realization right now that's so beautiful like you have a disconnected handwriting and a very connected signature now you know this is this is interesting because your handwriting looks one kind and signature looks completely different graphologically speaking handwriting talks about who you are and signature is what people understand you to be now that doesn't mean you are not that part you are but this is your game face on is almost like an actor who walks into the character for a particular project they have different body language different way of speaking different way of walking all of that they craft or they create because that's the most effective part of playing that character now with lot of probably thinking you have created an image an idea a persona of the public image or the the hr person that you would like to be but then there is another harjit that only a few friends and family members are aware of i'm going to describe both of them and you tell me how it plays out so your handwriting is a disconnected style of writing which makes you very very creative and also somebody who would not follow the rules to the t who would constantly create reinvent find loopholes to improve the systems whereas your signature is a, a connected one single stroke pretty much or two strokes like you know it's a connected writing that talks about someone who would make sure that every possible piece is woven together for people to see things for uh, as as a linear thing you know it's like they they start and then you know this is a process to follow this is how things go you're already smiling you want to say something <laughs> and i'm not stalking you okay <laughs> you said this is creative actually <laughs> in childhood yeah in the creative writing class there is something called cursive writing na oh i was so bad at it <laughs> because and i don't know maybe that is how i understood and that is how i started writing hmm. i can't write anything which is connected right only your signature is this connected stroke and not only connected almost one single stroke that goes from beginning to the end which is unbelievable then so uh, that signature before that signature there was another signature which came which was tuk tuk right so when i was on the stage hmm. and i was giving autographs so i had to give autographs so that was the first signature otherwise if you see my signature is also uh, separate uh, letters they are not connected this is how i am and the that disconnected handwriting that tuk tuk uh, is a split personality so i used to perform <laughs> so that 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 tuk tuk or, or that that overall connection is also moving to the right side whereas your handwriting is pretty much straight now that talks about someone who like a straight slant uh, of the writing talks about someone who will evaluate the situation would look at all the possible outcomes whenever you make a comment and speak very thoughtfully keeping the impact of your words whereas when it is moving to the right side or even like you know in the flow even moving slightly further right 
that talks about someone who is impulsive who picks up on the energy of everything around jumps in says things that would probably incite laughter or enjoyment and you know that social engagement is much higher now that that if you have created this thoughtfully i believe you have done a brilliant job of that no i have not created that thoughtfully so don't give that credit to me okay. uh, it happened mm-hmm. i don't know how it happened mm-hmm. uh, and maybe after some thinking i will get mm-hmm. to it some day okay food for thought i did not do it purposely i am most of the people uh, in my organization also know me as a very serious person who is like cut to cut no uh, nonsense kind of conversation ha uh, and many a times uh, i get a get one of my videos from youtube hmm. sent to me uh, this guy looks like you <laughs> mm-hmm. and i, I say uh, yeah so yeah, they even ask you don't confirm that the person is you sometimes i do sometimes i don't <laughs> you let people have that 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 mystery about you so you do live uh, uh spider man's life not a spider man's life <laughs> <laughs> but i have i have seen people making comments about me that uh, uh, like if i am in a party right and i will be standing alone in one of the corners uh and people will say ke ye aadmi ke muh se kuch niklega bhi ke nahi niklega until and, uh, until if i am pushed on a stage and i have a mic Done. so then these are two different personalities Amazing. and when people say that to me uh, like now i have started relating to it yeah Yeah, this I... is a split personality. <laughs> Today on the stroke of graphology segment I would like to talk about a trait that is found in people who write with their left hand a stroke that is found in signature very commonly and if you look carefully it is also found in the letter T in the horizontal line of the T bar or the I dot which can also turn into a short line and all these traits talk about how critical you are about your own performance have you met people who cannot stop criticizing themselves no matter how successful they are no matter what they do or how great are their achievements they simply sit there and keep telling themselves and sometimes people around them how horrible they are if you have met a person like that go ahead check their handwriting sample and look for following strokes the stroke that i'm talking about is either called a backslash stroke or a reverse stroke which means if you're writing english devnagari any language where the writing moves from the left side of the page to the right side of the page in that language if you have a stroke that is moving from the right side to the left side then it talks about someone's extremely harsh self critical behavior longer the stroke deeper and more insulting or more harsh is that person's criticism towards himself or herself Every time I think of this stroke I think of Madhuri Dikshit from Devdas where she is holding this knife in her hand and saying maradala maradala where the, the the knife is coming closer to her every single time that is exactly how the stroke looks like the stroke moving from the right side of the page to the left side of the page 
you will find the stroke in the letter T where the bar, the horizontal line moves to the left. Or when you're dotting the I, the dot becomes a dash and moves from right side to the left side. People have the stroke when they create underscore in their signatures. The horizontal line starts at the end of the signature and moves all the way to the first letter of the signature. Now these all traits in your handwriting talk about self-critical behavior. Now if you're self-critical, you would always put yourself down. If not externally, then secretly in your personal and private conversation. Let me tell you my friend, if you are critical in that personal private conversation, then it is very easy for you to accept defeat and give in to other people's opinion. If you really want to work on this trait, then please take out some time and start doing journaling every single day. Go find the stroke in the handwriting of every single person that you love and care for. You'll learn something new about them that probably you had no clue about. So I was into corporate uh, working mm. and then one of the training programs happened mm. uh, where the trainer came into the room mm. and asked a question. Okay. The trainer said, what are you without your designation? Mm. Your designation defines you. And that is why you should focus on what your work is. Okay. Because that is who you are. That mm -hmm. is 90% or 100% of who you are. And it took me in a different direction instead of, so again, that defines thing you are saying, yeah. maybe I would have taken it other way around. Mm -hmm. I said, my designation will not define me. Mm -hmm. And I started uh, working on, I started speaking. So I mm -hmm. became a speaker. I started writing that I am a poet. Mm. So my poetry will define me. Mm. Uh, I uh, got into, say, patents and mm. said, I would like to call myself an inventor. Okay. Mm. I uh, started writing. So, so you're taking the Funsuk Wangdu for real, huh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So now I'm a speaker, right. I'm an author, I'm a poet, I'm trying my hands on painting, photography, filing patents in, in the field of technology. And of course, I love my work. So mm -hmm. it is not that I'm doing all this, so I don't love my work. It was the same organization where the CHRO told me, the group CHRO told me, we should not give salary to Harjit. Mm. Because the way we, he works, he will work for free because he loves his job. <laughs> and I realized uh, that what I'm doing, it yeah. is uh, like if I'm, if I'm not working, mm. I don't feel like uh, complete. Mm. And that is why I'm into the profession, which I am really into. Right. Can you tell me based on handwriting, uh, which, what is better for me? Like the way I'm working or should I get into uh, any of uh, the other creative fields? So let's look at this 
concept before I answer this question, I'm going to refer to this this book that I came across recently is by Howard Gardner. And uh, the book is called Frames of Mind. And he talks about multiple intelligences that we have that most people do not even explore. Most people believe the evaluation that say your examinations would do or say people would do, you know, like or professionals would do. And they say, okay, this is who I am. And my job is to be best in this field. But Carl Hume, who understood personality at a deeper level, who created MBTI that we were discussing, not MBTI, but the model behind it, was, uh, he always said that the only responsibility that we have is to find the complete expression of who we are. And I find that so powerful. It's not defined by labeling you. It's not defined by the roles that you play. But anybody, by following the theory of multiple intelligences, can pick any part of our brains and our minds and can start developing it. Can you reach the highest potential? Probably not. But it is not out of our realm. So what you're doing from technology to creativity, one can find the formula, the technique in which you learn, you master something, and you can pick any topic and continue to grow in that. If tomorrow you pick cooking, you will grow in that in next three months. If you pick gardening, you will really research and study because what you have done specifically, Harjit, that you mastered how to learn. So there is a method in that madness. You ask questions, you sit down with any complex idea and you break it down to its simplicity. So it is only a matter of choice that you would pick up an area and start exploring. Okay. Okay. So there is no limit per se. Having said that, if you do anything that doesn't allow you to grow, challenge the, the status quo, then you won't enjoy anything. Hmm. If it doesn't allow you to find your interpretation of the problem, then you would get done with it in no time. So that internalizing of your learning is your biggest inspiration, motivation to continue any journey. Now with HR, every person that you speak with gives you new data point. Now, every system that you create, there are a few people who do not fit into that system. That gives you even more space to think and create a system that will solve the problem in the future. So you have been growing at no point in no, you haven't had a professional year where you haven't invented something new. You haven't solved a problem in the manner nobody had ever done before. So that's why you keep learning and growing in that direction. Okay. Thank you. So you're telling me, keep doing what you're doing and just start exploring and keep exploring more areas. So this is still not enough. I feel it's still not enough because um, mm. like the, the way you look at technology and creativity at the same time, probably it's time for you to combine two different areas and create something in the middle. And that could be a different innovation altogether. Okay. So when I was studying, hmm. I was carefree. I started, like, when I was in Rurki, I, uh, I started a newspaper. Hmm. Okay. And I was very happy. And I did, say, 
lot of things when i was there in roorkee mm-hmm. then i joined work mm-hmm. enjoyed work then after tata gurukul i felt a need ki chalo mba karte hain and mm-hmm. i joined mba mm-hmm. when i joined mba uh, i did a television series uh, uh, okay. wah wah kya baat hai okay. at that point in time okay and then uh, when i passed out again was working for few years mm. then i joined ncert mm. when i joined ncert then again uh, i started writing okay um, and i again did a television series okay so i was like and this is something I which i was say i did a television series is for poetry is for poetry yeah okay. that is for poetry so after our conversation yesterday i was thinking uh maybe whenever i join a education institute there is something different in me and i realized this on the very first day of attending ncr mm. uh that um like something changes inside me okay when i am studying okay and i experience certain things which are different and i you know, become uh, creative in a different manner mm-hmm. so uh, i was thinking should i go for a phd or should i continue with whatever i am doing right now Uh, it has been say almost 10 years i have gone to ncert and i have not taken any big say course work since then apart from writing the book okay so uh, should i go for a study or should i continue with what i am doing in the business i have three part answer to this important question uh first of all i feel so many times when we look at our own growth we have certain perceptions of who we are so when you're looking at should i go to go back to school you really what you're asking is can i have someone else adding to my life get someone else looking at my growth and asking me questions that would allow me to explore things i do not do on my own so that that part of learning can be created in any walk of life like in coaching generally in high performance coaching this is exactly what we do we talk about wherever you are in your life journey and figure out what can you change how can you change and what actions you require to take but because it is done from a third person's perspective it is not only your idea of growth because that that triggering you in a right direction and then you follow your own path because you have the talent you have the clarity you, you know how to go about it so that all happens but having someone who like i i, I use this th- thing for high performance coaching we said uh, for virat kohli you don't require somebody teaching him how to play cricket he knows that you require someone a coach constantly being around who would allow him to question himself to take his game to the next level to look at his game when he is playing in a completely objective manner and 
ask him those uncomfortable questions so that he can step into a newer zone. That's what you require. So you do that by going to a school, having a coach or by challenging yourself on your own. All is fine. What we're talking about is learning at the core of it. And when you constantly create the new graphs is where you would discover the complete personality that you're talking about. While you're being in the corporate job, why would you not do television? Why would you not do the kind of writing or script writing projects or poetry or, or lyrics, lyrics writing with someone? Why is it this or that? Okay, I will have to think. Because sometimes we think only when I reach that stage, I will. But we don't have to. We can always include these parts into our lives. Like for example, I want to pursue being an artist. Like the like you can see the artwork behind. So I do mm. line art, and I've been doing it through the lockdown. And my dad was an art director, so we grew up, like, you know, like you poetry for me. Mm. Art has been part of my upbringing. So. When I look at art, recently I went and attended uh, India Art Fair in Delhi. The simple idea was when you get exposed to the best of the people out there, the thoughts remain and you are, I'm, I'm creating my next learning curve to become the artist. It may take five years, 10 years. I do not know when I put up my first show, but the beginning of that learning curve has happened two years back. So every day I get to learn, I spend a little bit of time. So it is not this career or that career it's this career when it is happening you create that learning path where you build a build your next career the third part of this uh, question is when i look at your handwriting is you have the letter t and h placed when they're placed next to one another they talk about how learnable the person is if the letter t is shorter than the letter h then the need for learning is much higher for that person. You have that formation in your writing. So your constant need to feel intellectually stimulated and to break what you already know and recreate your learning is naturally very high. So even during the lockdown, when you had nowhere to go, you created five improvement projects in different areas and completed most of them. Because that learning is where you find yourself. Yep, that I can relate to. I would say that there are a few learning curves in your current work situations are still there. So if you want to take a full-time commitment of learning something, you would need to probably wait it out for a year or two. Okay, that helps. Okay, based on the handwriting which you have seen, uh, tell me how can I make my life more meaningful? That's a soul-searching kind of a question. How can you make your life meaningful? I cannot answer that. What can you do to find more meaning? Probably I can attempt to do that. A few things I feel you should start teaching if you haven't actively thought about it. Because when you paraphrase an idea to make it easier for the other person, for them to make it theirs, to make it more entertaining, for them to really find the meaning in it, you genuinely grow in those spaces. So if you haven't considered teaching seriously, then I think this is a time for you to really look at it. Uh, I feel giving other people the kind of experience that probably Bhaiyaji gave it for you, created that whole space for you, 
will be very meaningful in the coming years and i'm saying this not because i'm predicting it i'm saying this because i feel the natural tendency in your behavior in your writing and also through our conversation to be able to be empathetic to other people's needs and requirements and at the same time being intellectually stimulated so if you haven't thought about it please consider doing it as soon as possible they yeah, i'm doing that uh, teaching is something which i i do and i like it also have you thought of being a content creator ha huh, i have been thinking a lot but um uh... i feel like there is there is this you know how content creators are looked at it in a certain manner they have like you know whatever quick fast whatever. and and i i disagree with it at times because i feel sometimes you need someone who holds that calmer space and who speaks with you and and no nonsense conversation and then you have one two moments of of laughter and enjoyment and a storytelling all of that i have a feeling that if you can simplify your understanding and yesterday by the way you were telling us about how you use bollywood to talk about leadership if you consider doing say youtube channel where you bring in bollywood and talk about uh, your uh, leadership lessons there that would be a very unique proposition so oh, that's a good idea yeah and you imagine that's a really good idea yeah bringing that with your hindi poetry and scripting that like being a content creator last two years one thing i've learned it requires you to challenge yourself every now and then because no matter how you create your content you got to show up deliver think about creative ways in which you would present your thought read a lot about it and you know so there is so much of learning that happens just to deliver this one hour of content out there it's phenomenal so i think right. you would love it okay or by the way usme light camera action bhi hai <laughs> sorry <laughs> leaders you know as you move upward in your ladder in your leadership ladder in your roles things start getting easier now initially when things were difficult when you had lots of responsibilities or risks to take people reported that they felt anxious but now there is nothing that is that risky or they do not feel uh, that they are on the edge when things are going great can you feel anxious even better question here is why do you feel anxious when things are going well if you have this question if you're experiencing right now then today's conversation of coach the coach segment would help you and if you have a friend or a family member who is suffering through this then do take 2 minutes to share this episode so that they can find their own resolve so here it is we understand stress as being forced to do things that are more difficult than our capacity for example if you can carry only 2 kgs of weight and if you're forced to carry 10 kgs then you feel stressed or anxious and you fear that whole possibility of falling failing or getting exhausted 
now your mind and your body create all these patterns where you feel stuck and lost and feel all the emotions where you feel uncomfortable now here is the point what happens to a person who is very comfortable carrying 10 kgs every single day and suddenly given only 2 kgs what would happen to him will he be bored would he be uninterested in taking that task or he would wait for someone to throw 10 kgs or little bit more so that he can enjoy the challenge now if your work is not giving you that if you don't feel challenged enough in any walk of life for that matter then your mind starts looking for challenges anxiety in happy moments happen because you do not know how to use your ability to the fullest what all to do to just bring the best possible version of yourself out there every single day but we do not openly ask for more stress right we are like no 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 stress should be avoided i can't be stressed i cannot expect other people to give me stress but it is not about stress it's about building your muscle to deal with more pressure look at any athlete if the athlete is a great player then they have done everything in their capacity to be calm in control completely composed under pressure emotionally or physically now if you are not able to do it then your mind will look for more challenges more fulfilling experiences and without doing it your mind not going to stop whether you like it or not it will bring in all the anxiety so that you pay attention and do what is needed so if your body and your mind is telling you this over and over again do not wait just get to those more challenging actions if you have subordinates colleagues who are doing this then sit down with them and have a heart to heart conversation and ask them if they are feeling stimulated enough if not then what can you do to create little bit more stimulation in their everyday life most leaders i know just jump on this opportunity to move forward and create something really phenomenal so that they can wake up every morning to be passionate about what they do think about it so harjeet what are those three things that our listeners can learn only from you so i will not get into that only from me uh, <laughs> i can tell you i have learned these things from other people okay so i had a he was my finance guy in my earlier organization okay so he taught me one thing mm-hmm. uh, we were working on uh, say creating a policy mm-hmm. uh, which is like when you send people outside the country for training mm-hmm. or for uh, some kind of work then you take a bond from them that you are going to continue to work with us for one year hmm. so typically that is how you do it hmm. so he told me uh, can't we create a experience out of it rather than putting a constraint on people what do what do? I, uh, i asked him how hmm. so he said instead of doing a bond hmm. let's say that after one year after one year when you come back since value is getting added to them right we say that we will give you extra x amount mm-hmm. once you come back or we will increase your salary by x amount mm-hmm. uh once you come back from the project uh, outside the country mm-hmm. and that was one of the turning points of my life that instead of putting constraints for people start creating experiences for people wow 
Now, I know it's, I asked you for like three short points here, but please explore this. This is so powerful for anybody who's a leader, not only HR, but any leader. And, you know, people generally feel we create experiences for customers and that's what the customer should remember. But we forget creating experiences for the employees. So please speak more about that. So uh, this is one point. In fact, I have used this extensively in my life also. Uh, make in one of my previous organizations, we had to. Uh, we were closing down one division, mm. and people had to go. Mm. So I said, let's create experience, and everyone was like, "Huh." So point is. We don't have work for them, but there are people who have worked for them, our competitors. Yeah. So we brought in our competitors and we said, you select, these are the best guys. It is not that we are asking them to go. Mm. It is, we don't have a business need and you can pick people from here. Like we wish them luck. We gave them a, a small, so I have a faith that if you give somebody laughing Buddha, you actually wish them luck and they do better in their life so we gave everyone a laughing buddha and when they were moving out mm. they wrote on a wall we created a wall and uh, like they wrote so good about our organization mm. uh, that when my managing director saw that he literally cried he said i never thought i thought this is going to be a nightmare for us and it is like people love us for that. But so, so, so what you said in the beginning that adversity need not be only a problem that we are looking at. You can actually grow no matter what and you can learn from anything. Right. Second thing, I, what I would say is uh, be happy in whatever you are doing. Okay. Happiness is more important than... So I believe you gave a word for it, beyond success and failure. Yes. I, I, I love that concept. I use it a lot. Beyond success, beyond failure. So what I have started looking for in my life is happiness. If I'm happy about something, I will do it. If I'm not happy about something, I will tell that uh, this is something which I don't want to do. Mm. So, but there's a cost, Harjit, when you like walk away from things that you should be doing, but they don't make you happy. In that situation, what do you suggest? Like for example, generally, boss is asking you to do some part of add-on responsibility that does not make you happy. But if you refuse that, you know that means you know walking away from your next promotion. So point is, uh, I'm not after promotion or those kind of uh, things. Mm -hmm. So. Those things don't entice me uh, that much. Right. Uh, I get motivated by the kind of work. If my boss is giving me some kind of work, mm -hmm. which is uh, which is something in the zone which I don't like, mm -hmm. then uh, I will try to create a space in that work mm -hmm. which will make me happy. Mm -hmm. And I can delegate also the things which I don't like. Right. So yeah, you can always find way around it. So, so yeah, of course. So you make your life happier or sad. 
by way you look at the life mm. so many a times i change my specs and uh, everything starts looking greener <laughs> nice okay the third point i will tell you a story for the third point uh, and this i have uh, learned a hard way when i was doing in chat this story is after afterwards so i was sitting in a cab mm. and i asked the cab driver uh, like which is the best day for you guys which weekday is the best for you guys so he said the mondays are the best mm. but i don't drive on monday i asked why why you don't drive on monday he said because uh, my wife has a day off on monday what will i do with the money if i am not able to spend time with those people for whom i am earning the money my work schedule used to be 18 hours earlier mm. and then i figured out a way mm. that how i can be effective at work mm. and still uh, i can balance my life mm. so it is not about uh, your happiness only your happiness largely depends upon the people who who you live with or who you live for how fascinating it is that a single conversation with a cab driver can change the way you made your professional decisions that's phenomenal that's what i am all about i take lot of uh, learnings from the life and from the movie mm. and i apply them uh, in the business life and they work well thank you i think uh, your yes. stories through your poetry and through all the examples that you gave uh, and also the questions that you asked i think all of us have learned not only learned a few moments of realization but we also i feel i'm going to go home thinking about what can i change to be able to create the experience for each person i come across whether it's a client whether it's an employee and that one lesson of creating experiences in any work that you do is a very very powerful one for me thank you anji no ending with bollywood that was the request yesterday yes okay so, look you would have seen jab tak babu ji nahi bolenge tab tak main tumko apne saath leke nahi jaunga dilwale dulhaniya le jayenge of course so there was a culture jab tak babu ji nahi bolenge jab tak approval nahi hoga kaam nahi hoga right <laughs> and then came geet जब भी मेट राइट पहले बाहर चलते हैं देन वी विल फॉर्मलाइज और देन वी विल रेगुलराइज एवरीथिंग फाइन या सो इफ यू सी दैट इज हाउ सोसाइटी मूव्ड फ्रॉम दिलवाले दुनिया ले जाएंगे टू जब भी मेट एंड फ्रॉम देयर सैया जी से आज मैंने ब्रेकअप कर लिए ओके ऑफ कोर्स so this is like no rules at all right no approval right hmm. so whatever we see in movies that actually happens in social life and it actually happens in business hmm. slightly later but that is how life is and that is how and that is why i believe in bollywood oh i believe in bollywood too thank you so much for saying this because i think bollywood ke paas life ke har sawal ka jawab hai is what i have believe for 20 years and if you can't find the answer you're not watching enough movies but the picture of his lucky 
yes <laughs> completely can't agree with thank you so much arjit this was brilliant i think i have learned my biggest lesson today from this conversation which is about creating a solid life long experience through some moments some interactions that you can have with people and i think that's that's going to be my biggest takeaway from this conversation thank you so much for being on the show thank you thank you for calling me thank you so much for joining me one more time on india's first graphology based leadership show called absolutely right if you like some parts make sure that you put them into implementation just thinking about problems and solutions will not help you at all putting things to action and creating the actual results out of it is where the magic happens is where you move from being an aspiring leader to actually being one If you are as fascinated as I am with this whole subject of graphology then join our next graphology masterclass the link is aditisurana.com/learngraphology and if you want to be part of our next batch of India's only mental gym for high performance then the link is aptmentalgym.com i'll see you on next wednesday with one more episode of the absolutely right podcast till then happy writing